Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. And I'm Nate. I'm exhausted, so if I sound super tired. I'm tired a little bit too, I don't know why. Like, I was good until I started driving here, and it's a bit of a drive. I tried taking a nap, and then you showed up like right when I laid down. <laughs> it's not even, my fault. Even though I asked you to come late. I did come late. You did, and then I laid down late. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of shit to do. You were like, come late. I'm like, no problem, I got you. Well, you're normally late anyways. Yeah, but I was later. Normally I get here around like 11 or so. Uh, but today it was like 12.30 almost. So I showed yeah, up late. I think I laid down at like 12.22. Like tried closing my eyes and all here. I hear, I thought I heard a car come in and it wasn't you. Then I heard a car come. I'm like, fuck. It's me. Are you happy? I'm never happy. Yeah, I know. Okay, so <laughs> today we are covering H.H. Holmes. Yes. And uh, the, I think they consider him the first American serial killer. The first official American serial killer they know be. about. I don't know of anyone else who would have been around that time. Yeah, that's what they label him as, so. First American serial killer. What we'll a great go thing. Go with it. And there was a theory that he was actually Jack the Ripper. I don't think so, considering how he was born years after Jack the Ripper. Well, that's what it was. Jack the Ripper stopped, and they believed he came to America. And... Even though this guy was born here in America. Yeah, it was just a theory. It wasn't. It, oh, okay. It didn't go anywhere. People were like, maybe this guy was Jack the Ripper. I was like, but how? doesn't make any sense. Actually, I would... Ed just mentioned how they were recording that movie and uh, about H.H. Holmes. And They're making a movie about Adrian Thomas. Yes. And Leonardo DiCaprio plays him. But I had to break the news to him that they postponed the movie. Oh, yeah. Because they heard they were going to exhume the grave, and they wanted to know the true ending before they finished the movie. So I'm pretty sure they probably started recording it now again. They probably... Is it recording or filming? Same thing. Is it? Yeah. What if they use old school film and not digital? I'm assuming they're using digital, so it would be recording. You might be right, but I know some producers still use old school film. Yeah, but they still call it the same thing. It's either filming or recording, or producing. Yep, or shooting. That's my favorite one. That's when they shoot the cast at the end of it. Yep. Somebody leaks anything. <laughs> what Marvel does, they just clone everybody and they kill yeah. them all. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland's on like a fifth clone. <laughs> I meant to say Holland, but I said Holland. Tom Holland, like, fuck. That kid can't keep a secret worth a damn. Yeah, they were saying how, like, he gets the script for the day, the day yep. he has to film. Yep. I remember that. The funniest one I heard was when he went to the premiere of one of the movies. Mm-hmm. And he was saying something about his character in the movie. Like, it was at the theater. He went up in front of it, and, like, people didn't know he... He didn't realize they didn't watch it yet. <laughs> like, he came out and said, look, guys, I am. I'm alive. Don't worry. But they hadn't seen that he died in the movie yet. Hey, guys, I know that <laughs> you think I'm dead, but here I am. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yep. And instantly somebody else was like, you're an idiot. It was the second one, right? Yes. I forget the title of the second one. Was. No. Was it? No, it was the first one. 
No, because there was three parts to that. Was it three? I thought it was only two. Endgame was the final one before that was Civil War. Well, Civil War no, Civil had was, nothing uh, before. It was uh, Captain America. It was just Infinity. Infinity War. Yeah, and then, then Endgame so, was the last yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, so in Infinity War when he turns to powder. So it was only two. Yeah, but they kind of, uh, I guess, but they kind of all build into it in all their different stories. By lines. that plot, by that logic, you should say Iron Man 4 is just, you know, Captain America 6. No, but they're all part of the same storyline in the end. No, I know. That's the point of it. I like Marvel. But we're not here to talk about Marvel. <laughs> we're about definitely to go. do better movies in DC. Um, yeah. DC fucks them all up. Oh, I wanted to talk to you but, about But something. then they get good TV shows, but bad. Yeah. I wanted to mention something. Okay. Because remember we had the big talk about the avalanche. Yes. And I found out more about it. Okay. What they did was the guy who was doing the study about the avalanche saw how the snow acted in frozen. Oh, yes, I, I thought you were about to talk about this. Yeah, so he, he got the, he the got code the, from Disney mm-hmm, he got to the, reenact the avalanche to see if his theory was true. So therefore, Elsa is directly responsible for the GLF pass murders. Yep. Yeah, Fucking the dude used the engine for f- the animation engine for Frozen. Yep, for the to, snow to, to simulate because it looked realistic. Yep. you know what was really annoying though. People kept going when that when somebody uses the engine to solve the Datloff Pass murders, and I was like, "But he didn't solve it. No, he didn't. You guys are pr- saying he did, but he didn't." And I, I, you know, I listened to the thing about it, like, and they like to sleep on top of their skis. So when the avalanche came, it crushed them into a hard surface. Did you not look at the fucking tent? The tent is not crushed. <laughs> it so was really funny. Too. Even if they were sleeping on their skis in the tent, it was not fucking crushed. <clears throat> I was reading some of the comments on the thing I saw saying like they solved it. And then somebody's like, man, it's crazy how they solved it. And then somebody's like, they didn't. How do you explain the person getting their tongue ripped out? They're yeah. like, they got their tongue ripped out? I was like, you clearly know nothing about this if you don't know. Yeah, I guess the whole thing was they got crushed in the tent. Yeah, ripped out their own tongues. they carried the injured people, and that's why they were finding bodies <laughs> spread down in the trail because they were dropping them as they were dying and trying mm-hmm. to keep going. And Yeah, it's just, I don't know, crazy. It's funny. So it was funny. Now we know Elsa is directly responsible for killing them. Yeah, Elsa killed the Dyatlov group. Yep. That's when she wasn't in control of her powers yet. Oh, okay. This is like... experimenting. She figured, I'll just kill some Russians to practice my, you know, avalanche skills. When... Where does Frozen take place? Doesn't it take place in, like, Denmark? Something like that? I don't know. I know the director verified that Tarzan is their brother. Which is fucking wild. Because the theory was, like, their brother went missing with their parents on a boat. And he said how they built a treehouse. It doesn't make sense, though, because the timeline is weird because there's guns in Tarzan. There's not guns in Frozen. Different part of the world. Different year. Different era. Well, he confirmed it. I... Okay. He said the problem is when you're working on a Disney movie, you have all the other Disney movies in your head, so sometimes things kind of get tied together indirectly. Right. Same way how Hercules and Ariel... I saw a fucking crazy one today. Um, You know, uh, 
the Tarzan? Tarzan's the one with the panther and the lion and the bear and Mowgli. No. Which one's that? Fucking the Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Okay. So anyway, the scene in the Jungle Book where he's skipping along and he's hopping along the log and he's swinging a stick. Yep. It's identical to the intro to Winnie the Pooh. It's taken from it. Yeah. Yeah. But they were showing how all these Disney movies are just other cartoons. No, they pieces. actually did take the 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 negatives of the films and just drew over. That's it. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like side by side, like they're yeah. identical. But then they go to a scene from like. Robin Hood from Disney. No, yeah, they actually did. And that was another scene stolen from something else. So it was the same people who made it. So they just took their old uh, animations and drew over it. Disney did Winnie the Pooh. I think so. I don't think Disney did Winnie the Pooh. The animators did it. It was the same animators. It might have been under. This was back before you had all the intellectual. This was hand drawn stuff. Drawn. Yep. Not drawn. Drawn. (laughs) Drawn. Okay. Hand-drawn stuff. Um, Drew, no, get in here. Intellectual property was still a thing. I know, but it wasn't like today. Like if something even looks similar to coming after you. That's true. Or if you're Disney and you steal, you know, other people's artwork, you just go, "Oh, well, this is mine." It's like you know, no, one of the benefits Disney. we have on Anchor is we can use all of Spotify's catalog, <laughs> royalty-free. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, we need to get on to oh. <laughs> I don't want to diverge, but at the same time, you said, oh, I saw an interesting theory. I saw a theory about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Serenity. Or Firefly, I should say. How it's the same universe. That's weird. Yep. Because it's all the same guy who made it? It is Josh Whedon who made it. But their, their logic was that in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they get all... They activate all potential slayers to kill the actual slayer. And like a whole bunch of other things happen. And the basically slayers are no longer a thing because they basically were all killed out. And that river in Firefly a is a slayer that they eventually find out about. And they're trying to activate her inherent abilities. And like that's kind of why they kidnapped them and did all this other stuff. It's crazy. It's like That's an interesting theory. The craziest part's when P.B. Herman's a vampire. Was P.B. Herman a vampire and Buffy the Vampire Slayer? You never saw the original movie, did you? Buffy? Yeah, there was a movie before the show. Didn't she burn down their high school? I don't remember. It was a lot. I was a kid when I saw it, but yeah, P.B. Herman played one of the vampires. I have I've not watched Paul Rubin, not as P.B. of course, but <clears throat> yeah, Paul Rubin was a vampire. A lot of people were vampires in that show. It was a, you know, before they even became famous. It wasn't the same cast, of course, but oh, it was a different cast. Yeah, it was like some. Fuck, I don't even remember how... It's like Stargate, how Stargate started off as that movie, and then, like, the TV show SG-1 started, and it's a completely different cast, but still very good. Stargate's a great show. So, the movie came out in 1992. Holy shit. <laughs> See? She was, oh just a, she was a cheerleader vampire slayer. That was the whole thing. Does it is the movie, or is a TV show supposed to be taking place after the movie i have no idea because when i watched the tv show christy swanson was buffy luke perry was in it hillary hillary swank was in it weird when i watched the original tv show buffy the vampire slayer um they started off and there she was already talking like things that happened i was like i've never seen these things it's interesting a lot of people don't realize this though because you know that that was a movie before because like luke perry is a pretty well-known guy Hillary Swank's huge. And was it Paul also Rubens. directed by Josh Whedon? I don't believe so. Donald Sutherland, Rutger Hauer, David Arquette, Seth Green, Ben Affleck. Seth 
Kareem. So he was in both then. Yes, he was. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know who directed it. Um, Let's see. We're really good at not talking about the topic we're here for today. Fran Rubel. I can't pronounce the last name. Screenplay was Joss Whedon. I was. I figured it would be. It's definitely. So, well, I know Buffy was definitely Josh Whedon's. Like, I know the show baby. definitely was. I no, like he literally was. came up with it. Same with Firefly. Okay, ready to actually do our real. Yes, we should probably actually talk about you know the thing we're here for, which is H. H. Holmes. H. H. Holmes was born in Gilmanton, New Hampshire. What's it called? Gilmanton. Oh. Gilmanton. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to read a whole bunch of uh, Russian names, Russian names this again? episode. Because <laughs> I'm happy. You mean you don't want to fuck up butcher? A bunch yeah, of Russian fuck names. up a bunch of Russian names. Uh, he was born in New Hampshire on May 16th, 1861, as Herman Webster Mudget. Mudget. I like Mudget better though. <laughs> it's Mudget. I know it's <laughs> Mudget, but it's Mud Space Get. There's no space. I know there's no space, but that's how I like to read it. Oh, I'm making noises with my drink. Very professional. Um, he was born to... I'm going to fuck up his name. Levi Horton Mudget. Did he hear who? What? Did he hear a who? What? Did he hear a who? I don't know what the fuck... Horton you... hears a who, Dr. Seuss... Jesus Christ. I, uh, Just fucking read. <laughs> How do you not know all this shit? <laughs> I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Uh, Levi Horton Mudget uh, and Theodate Paige Price, which is the mother. They had five kids, which uh, Holmes was the third child. Uh, by the way, his actual name was Herman Webster Mudget. Mudget, but Mudget. I'm going to keep calling him Mudget. I hope you know. But f- Hope he comes back and kills for you. the sake of, that'd be interesting, for the sake of the story and what we're talking about, we're going to keep referring to him as Holmes. Yeah, but it's, his, a, lot it's his, a lot easier because everybody knows him as A.J. Holmes. Right, so moving forward, we'll call him Holmes, but his original name is Hermit Webster. Because now we're getting like legal. Mudget. It's like, here and after in this document. <laughs> <laughs> I am only bringing it Mudget up. Mudget will be referred to as Holmes. <laughs> Um, For all legal intents and purposes. But his parents had five kids. He was the uh, third child. He had two older siblings, a brother and a sister, which were Alan and Arthur, and two younger siblings, Henry and Mary. Uh, The family was devout Methodists. I don't actually know what a Methodist is. That's what I was when I was growing up. Okay. What's the difference between that and, like, My mom said Methodist was Catholicism light. When huh. I told Tiffany that, she laughed at me and said, it's nothing like it. <laughs> so got mad. So, got offended. It, what? So Methodist is just... Catholicism like. Okay. I guess it's like not as strict. So That's all I was told. They believe in a lot of the same stuff as Catholicism. You know what I did in my Methodist church? What did you do? Obviously, I was in a Sunday school, but we had a playroom. And it had a dungeon... With, like, lava and skulls in it as a toy. Yeah, and I'd put, like, the He-Man in it, and I'd crank the little crank to make the spike thing close on him. It was, like, like a little He-Man toy. It was, like, a torture. It was, like, a toy house? It was, like, a torture dungeon toy. 
there was like it was like that's a weird thing to have in a church. Yeah, like I mean, you literally you crank this thing and like a wall of spikes <laughs> would crush the toys. Now I'm the Romans, and now I must. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. They were teaching us to be Roman Catholics. <laughs> Damn Jews, <laughs> perish Jesus. <laughs> that's kind of goofy. That's the only thing I remember it. from church. That's a good memory from church. It is crushing and killing toys with torture devices at church. Um, but moving on, there was a lot of stories about how H.H. H. Holmes would kill little animals and how he had an abusive father, and that's what contributed to his, um, quote-unquote, serial killer habits. But there's no actual proof of that. A lot of people speculate. People just kept adding that on, so it kind of made more sense and fit the serial killer profile. But realistically, he didn't have an abusive father, and he didn't kill little rodents and animals. That we know of, at least. To be fair, that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible he could have, but there was no, there's nothing that's saying that he did. We saw him out there raping a field mouse. <laughs> wow. He killed people to compensate for... The field mouse? No, for small penis. Uh... Small enough to rape a field mouse. Poor, poor bastard. He was so abusive, we watched him kill fruit flies. <laughs> we could tell he was going to be a serial killer one day. Anything with a 24-hour lifespan was dead. Mosquitoes? Done. He yes. would kill mosquitoes like he hated them. And that's how we knew he would become a serial killer. My nose is bothering me. My allergies have been acting up all day. Welcome to my life. What do you mean, welcome to your life? You're not me, the only one with allergies. Let me get a hammer and smash your vertebrae now. <laughs> no, I'm good, thank you. Uh, at the age of 16, he graduated from the Phillips Exeter Academy. Stop fucking hitting the light. <laughs> I get it, you have to do it every episode, but We're stop it. Boat. And took a teaching job in his hometown, and shortly after, he took a job in Alton. Moved out, took a job in Alton as a teacher. This guy kind of hits the ground running. Well, they also see like super charismatic. He's, he he seems very intelligent and charismatic. Like he could pretty much talk people into anything, and people always ended up siding with him over shit. Yep. Shortly after moving and going to Alton, he meets his first wife and gets married to her pretty fucking quickly. He was 17 when he married her. That's not that uncommon back then. He only lived to about 30 so he, had to, he, he had definitely rush. did. <laughs> um, hey, you want to get married? I'm only seven. Well, we're only going to live to 14. <laughs> You're middle-aged. <laughs> Actually, never mind. I'm going to go for that four-year-old. You're too old for me. <laughs> too old for me. Uh, he got married in 1878 and had a child named Robert Lovering Mudget. 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 <laughs> Actually, interesting enough... Um, the son, Robert, can you guess what he eventually goes on to do? It's not that interesting, but it's kind of funny. No. He eventually... <laughs> uh, Doctor? No. He becomes a certified public accountant and serves the city uh, as the city manager of Orlando, Florida. Really? Yep. It is kind of interesting, though, because he ran... Uh, Holmes ran a bunch of financial scams. He ran and a lot his of son scams. went to yeah. doing financial stuff legally. Yeah. So for once, your interesting tidbit actually is interesting. It's interesting because the son went on to do financial stuff, and he ended up in Florida. 
That's where all the crazy people go. His, but his son wasn't crazy. That we know, that of. We know of. That we know of. He is financially killing people. Bankrupting <laughs> them until they kill themselves. Oh, did I mention his wife's name? I don't know. That's Clara Lovey. What? Cl- Clara Loving. Clara Loving? Okay. Yep. It's... Or Lovering. There's an R in there. Lovering. 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 He was lovering her for a very short period of time. Lover. Lover. <laughs> Not lover, lover. Nope, no B. Should be. <laughs> Holmes initially enrolled into a University of Vermont, but he didn't like it. After a year, he decided to quit, so he quit. Uh, from there, he then enrolled into the University of Michigan's Department of Medicine and Surgery. That's why he started doing fucked up shit. Yes, yeah, he started doing some fucked up shit. Where he worked under the professor uh, Herdman in the Atomy. Ooh. Wow, I don't, know I, f- I don't know why I fucked that one. Atomy. <laughs> Atomy lab. Yeah. The... the Atomy lab. <laughs> <laughs> the, God, now I can't say it without fucking it up. The anatomy lab. He worked in the anatomy lab. Yep. Graduating in June of 1884. While he was at the university, he was doing some fuck shit. He kept stealing cadavers from the university and would mutilate them and make them and burn their faces and such and then take out life insurance policies on them. Yeah, that was one of his big things. Yeah, he did this a lot. That's how he got a lot of his money. Uh, He would take life insurance policies out on these already dead people and then basically pose the bodies as if an accident happened and then get the money from the life insurance policy. Did you know that's one of my get-rich-quick schemes? All my money is going to my parents, so you can't do it on me. Well, you know how you can kind of, in a way, just take life insurance out on people? There's a process now. I know, but if you just drive around Florida, because everybody's pretty much old here, and you randomly open (laughs) mailboxes, you're going to see the offerings for life insurance. Mm -hmm. So you just take that envelope, and you fill it out for yourself, and then if you need some money, you fucking run them over. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) You got to do at least one first to get the money to pay for the rest of the life insurance. Yeah, I guess you would. off running over old people. My bank tried to get me to get more life insurance, so I was like, I already have enough, thank you. Mine's offering like free, like three grand life insurance or injury insurance. Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll do it if it's free. My bank was offering, it was like, hey. I got a pretty good life insurance policy. It's one times my uh, (laughs) salary. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I got to an argument with that lady. And we cover your life insurance one times your annual salary. I'm like, so, so my just my salary. salary? No, no, no. One, one times. times. It's like, like that, one, one times, times one is still yeah. one, motherfucker. Yeah. So I tried explaining to him. I'm like, stop trying to make it sound fancy. I'm just like, getting my you salary. You only get the salary. Yeah. But you tried making it sound fancy. And... Yeah, that it... might work for most people in Florida, but. I know math. Yeah. I'm not good at it, but I know it. Yeah. I had the same thing. It was like, one time's your salary, so just my salary. Well, yeah. I'm like, cool. So she debated it with me. Said, no, 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 one time's. I'm like, yeah, so my salary. No, no, one time's. I'm like, no, god damn it. <clears throat> You're new here, aren't you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. One day, I'll get, it, like, coworkers. She might have a Florida education, though, so she probably thinks that's something special. It's true. Uh, one day, I'll have co-workers that aren't as stupid as everybody else no you won't 
it was nice when working at MSTU because I had you. Like, thank God, somebody who can actually someone can read. <laughs> oh my God, do you remember when they we had to read that the the book, the leadership book? Yes. Um, and it took people actual weeks to read it. It was like five pages. It was like it was a. I book. think I read it in like ten minutes. And I read it at the desk. Yep. I remember the one time, someone we work with, who was higher up than the rest of everybody else there. Mm-hmm. Was reading something and she, they they couldn't pronounce the words, so they're like, "We'll just have Chris read it." He went to college. I like how you have to go to college to read. I know. I'm like, uh, I could read before I went to college. <laughs> hey guys, I, I could read you know, before they I went to elementary school. If that helps. Yeah, but you can't say elementary. Why not? Because you say elementary every time. Oh me? Yes. That's how it's spelled. I know it's how it's spelled. So I pronounce it's it. It's elementary properly. though. That'd be T R Y at the end. Do you do you call a vineyard a vineyard? No, because that's a vineyard. And it's yeah, but it's spelt vineyard. Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> well, that works so good. <laughs> it does work. It does. Uh, I'm surprised more people haven't used it. Now my dad will be happy. I got the Sherlock Holmes joke. <laughs> Fuck. But, yeah. That book is, like, maybe 20 pages long. And people would actually take weeks and days to read it. And they're like, okay, take your time and read it before you go. And, like, come back during lunch, read a little bit more. And then I was like, I'll just get it done in, like, five minutes. She's like, you don't have to rush. I'm like, what do you mean rush? <laughs> I this read is... slow and I got it done in a few minutes. It's yeah, not... I, I was like, this is all flipping through. I'm like, do I have to read both sides? So I flipped around and read the second. Because it was a book that when you read it from one way, it's a, a certain book. And if you read it the other way, it talks about different things. You know, I was just thinking about something you said, though. Uh-huh. About the vineyard thing and how I say elementary. Yes. Well, we say library. That's true. See? See, it's the way it's written. We also say aluminum and not aluminum. Well, it's spelled both ways, technically. Yes. So, you can get away with that one. Color. <laughs> but library isn't P-E-R-R-Y. We don't say knight or knife. I hate February. February? <laughs> Tuesday? Nobody fucking says February. Can we talk about Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Why can't we just change those words so it works? <laughs> you know, W E N instead of W E D. Mm-hmm. I don't know. English is dumb. Yes, I hate it, but I, I saw, also love it. You know that that TikTok I always watch with a guy doing the French thingy. Yes, he was making fun of English the other day. He, he, He's like, so what is this word? It was like B O U G H. He's like, oh, bow. He's like, okay, so what is this word? It was B O W. He's like, bow. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Or, um... He's like, then what is this word? And he's like, dough. He's like, so wait, wait, wait. How there's lead and lead, read and read. And there's spelled, tons of them. They're spelled the same exact way. Well, you got there, there, and there, which confuses the shit out of everybody. Yeah, but they're spelled differently. I know, but still. Spring, spring, and spring. exactly the same. We have spring, spring, and spring. Spring, spring, and spring. A spring that compresses. A spring that shoots up water. That's the same exact fucking word, spring. though. <laughs> yeah, but they mean different things. Yeah, they do, but... They were talking about that, too. He's like, what, what do you call this? And he's like, oh, well, it's water falling, so we call it a waterfall. He's like, you guys can't come up with anything better? Oh, you know what's the opposite of waterfall? Water down. A firefly. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a jet going over. I don't even get your joke. Anymore, so. <clears throat> the opposite of a waterfall is a firefly. 
Oh, I get it now. Yeah. That's a, like a kindergartner joke. That's like below it's dad. It's not a joke. joke. That's facts, dog. That's like below dad level. That's facts. That's cold hard facts. The opposite of Word a waterfall is a fire. Word wise, it's opposite. Yes. Anyways, back to H.H. Holmes. Oh, fuck. We do this every time. Yeah, that was like below a dad joke. That was bad. It's a great, great one. No, it's not. That's why it's, you don't have a girlfriend. It's probably you open with that joke, don't you? That's why I have. I don't have a girlfriend. You're like, hey, let me tell you a cool joke, and she just ghosts you from then on. Damn. We figured it out. Stop using I the have waterfall a joke. Who keeps trying to argue about uh, if soups or if if cereal is soup. I have a coworker who tries to argue that all the time. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, technically, no, we're not having this debate. It's stuff in liquid. It, it is stuff in liquid. But you know, if you get like fruity pebbles. Mm-hmm. It starts as a soup, then it becomes a stew. <laughs> ask him about that one. <laughs> you gotta ask him about that one. Oh my god. Does Fruity Pebbles just become a stew after five minutes? Then <laughs> you know, after about ten minutes, it becomes paste, so. Uh, fruity Pebble paste. Fruity Pebbles are great cereal. Yes, they are. What's your favorite cereal? Honestly, they're up in the cabinet right there. I just bought a box. Right, I'm not going laugh to... Me. Everybody laughs at me and tells me I eat old people's cereal. Is it brand? It's Frosted Mini Wheats. Huh. I love Frosted Mini Wheats. I like Fruit Loops. Did you know that every flavor in the Fruit Loops are all the same? Yes. A lot of people do not. Same with Skittles. Skittles are different. No, they're not. The, the flavoring they use is just called uh, like fruit flavor. They use the same flavor. Psychologically, when we see yellow, we think it tastes more like lemon. Orange tastes more like Aren't orange. they on the back of the packets stating what flavor they are, though? Yeah, but they're not actually. It's the same flavor they use for everyone. Same with Fruit Loops. Same with Fruity Pebbles. Somebody fucked up but psychologically, Earl Grey yellow. tea for me. I liked Earl Grey tea, and somebody fucked Did it up. Did you tell you Earl didn't really dip his balls in it or something? No. Er, what? <laughs> what? Just go. Okay. They told me Earl Grey smells like Fruit Loops to them. I'm like, no, it does not. And it smelled. It doesn't smell like Fruit Loops. I, that's what I said. And then I smelled Earl Grey. And, you and I Loops. smelled Fruit Loops. I was like, fuck, I can never have Earl Grey again without thinking about Fruit Loops. Well, the thing with like Fruit Loops, and it's all the the flavor is all the flavors. Yes. So when you see mm-hmm. yellow, you taste the lemony part. I never, I never the... thought I did taste it anything different. No, but same with Skittles. You see the colors, so you the associate The Skittles one I did flavor. think had different flavors, but I never thought the Fruit Loops had different flavors. I thought they were I always all thought my M&M's tasted like their colors. Really? Yeah. That's the, strange. The orange ones taste orange. And... What? I hope you're joking right now. Of course I'm joking. You're fucking all <laughs> chocolate. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. That doesn't necessarily mean you're... People are Did stupid. you see the video of the lady who washed her peanut M&M's off to get to the healthy snack inside of them? Someone's like, no. please nobody tell her about planters. Just don't tell her. She thinks she discovered the peanut. <laughs> I'm hoping it was a joke video. It was like, like a life hack. Like, get to the if healthy If your M&Ms snack. are too sweet, break them open and wash them off under the sink and eat the healthy part on the inside. Or you can just buy peanuts. Yeah, that's, that's what the guy was saying. He's like, just, just buy don't, don't unsalted. Don't tell exists. Yeah, she just... thinks she discovered the peanut. <laughs> buy unsalted peanuts. And peanuts only good. grow inside candy-coated shells. Yeah. That's the problem. As everybody knows. We are way to fuck off. What's your favorite nut? What? What's your favorite nut? Me. That's disgusting. (laughs) 
The one around My Little Pony. No! 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 We're not talking about the jar. I don't know what my favorite nut is. Pistachios are pretty fucking dope. I used to like the pink dyed pistachios when I was a kid. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they used to be bright pink. Your hands would be bright pink when you were done eating them. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Somebody fucking just honked their horn loud as fuck. It's not even a road back then. I know. That's why I'm really confused. I like honey roasted peanuts. No, peanuts are good. I like like macadamia or pistachios. Or I'm not even going to tell you the ones that we cashews. had when I was a kid. Fucking cashews were dope. I like all nuts except for walnuts. So at Christmas, you know, there's always that nut bowl out. The walnut bowl? Yeah. Well, in my family, there was a mix. Bowl. Really? Yeah. But there's this one nut, and I don't know what the hell it's called. It looks like... It's dark brown. It looks like a wedge of fruit. What? Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called. Is it an almond? No, it's not. I know what an almond is. <laughs> okay. It looks like a little nut sack. Does it? Yes, it does. A wedge of fruit? Is it a walnut? Looks like a brain. I'm looking it up to see because it's going to drive me nuts if I don't Is know it a macadamia nut? I don't know what a macadamia looks like. A macadamia is like a white nut. I think I found it. Yeah? Yeah, I found a picture. Okay. I'll describe it to the audience what you're showing me. Whatever it's a, it's a Brazil nut. You don't like Brazilian nuts? No, I didn't get to the story. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Carry I on. I asked, I can't even say the whole story. Please. What was that? UPS, that's what the beep was. Uh, so I can't even tell this whole story. I have to censor part of this. <laughs> but I asked what type of nut it was when I was a kid. Yes. And they told me it was an N-word toe. What? Yes, that's what I knew that Who nut Who told as. you this? My, uh, like, my great aunt or something. What? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they referred to that nut as. What's the... I don't want to know the logic. I don't want to know the logic. I don't know, but that's what okay. I heard they were called. I, was I knew it wasn't what they were called, but it just... I never knew the real name until recently when I looked it up again. <laughs> oh, I had the same thing with plantains. I didn't know the actual name for plantains. I knew the Spanish name for plantains. Which is? Platanus. Oh, like the... Platinum. The fucking hard-ass rock bananas? Plantains are delicious. Yeah, I know, but they're still fucking rock hard. You're not... That's like the dark green hard-ass yes. banana in the store. They're not bananas, but yes. They're pl okay, dark green hard-ass plantain. plantain. To describe it to the user, listener, it looks like a banana. It's, it's bigger, <laughs> and it has a different taste. It's not a banana. It doesn't even grow That's the That's what Nate tree. says about all his boyfriends. Yeah, that one's bigger and has a different taste. <laughs> it's more almond uh, <laughs> That one's more of a... Uh, plantains are delicious. You don't eat raw plantains. It has plantains like an ocean water taste. Usually. But you can pick... It's basically like a banana you can beat someone to death with. Yeah. Yeah. Plantains are delicious. Uh, Ralphie at work always had plantain chips. Plantain chips are okay. He always But did. like you cook plantains. If you fry plantains, fuck. That's delicious. I never had them. You gotta, like, fried plantains? The best. I'm good. I'm gonna fry some plantains and bring it over. We gotta talk about Holmes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Hey, look at that. Uh, We talked about how during his university stay, he would uh, take steel cadavers and use them 
I think this is the most homes. we've ever gone off track. We have. I don't think. I think we've actually talked less about homes and more about everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Normally we kind of have it as a fifty-fifty, but this time it's like seventy. Oh, I know. We're already at like. Damn. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get through this, and then I'll I'll let you do yours. Um, he would steal cadavers. Uh, after he graduated, or right before his graduation, I should say, um, Holmes' housemate described the relationship between him and his wife to be violent. I don't know how true that is, but it, it might have some grain of truth to it, but considering that she left before he graduated. And most of his victims are, like, considered to be female, so... Ah... Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. The nine from the mansion are all females. Oh, is it? But uh, she left him uh, with the child. I think she took the child with her. And he graduated after... That threw me to fuck off. She left him with the child. No, no, no. She took the child with her. Yes, sorry. He left with the child. Nope, I fucked that up again. She took the child. She took the child and left. So it was just Holmes by himself. <laughs> um, she moved back to New Hampshire and later wrote that she knew little of him afterwards. Basically saying, like, after she left, she never talked to him. Okay. Um, after he graduated, he worked under a doctor. I don't know what he did. He didn't specify. He was just kind of an aide. And apparently the doctor was a advocate for human dissection. Suffering. Uh, no. I'm an advocate for human suffering. Yeah. I think everybody should suffer a bit more. Basically, he wanted to cut open people. And people were like, that's not cool. Even though like today in this age, people get cut up all the time and looked at. We um, dissect humans. Uh, it started way, way back. Yes, but it was, it, during this era, they weren't. It, wasn't that weird? That it, like, they weren't cool with human dissection. We had, you know, the Romans were doing this shit, and then we're like, yeah, let's not do that anymore. And the Christianity came about, and mm-hmm. we like kind of shit all over all the science we had and destroyed it, and yep. had to build it up again. Welcome to Christianity, guys, where we yeah. shit on it all the time. We really have negative views towards religion. You have a, a a neutral view towards religion now. Now <laughs> you said extremely say. negative view against religion. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, I still think a lot of shit they do is wrong, like fucking trying to get rid of science and. Yeah, but that's not. So you realize you guys would all still be dying at thirty if it wasn't for science. It's right? not the religion's fault; it's the church's fault. Yeah, I totally agree with people having hope and faith in things. Yeah, preferably me. Uh, after worship he... me. <laughs> after holmes moved to morris forks new york a rumored spread that holmes had been seen with a little boy who later disappeared holmes claiming that the boy went back to his home in massachusetts no investigations took place and holmes quickly left i like what it says little boy the article i read said little boy so i put it down as little boy but it was like why was a little boy by himself and why did he go home with nobody knowing so I'm thinking they meant someone along the ages of like 15, 16. Yeah. Someone who was an adult-ish and can do their own stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then Holmes kind of does this. He was just a homeless tree urchin. 
Is that your pun for today? It's not even a pun. Homeless? No, homeless. I thought you were no, making No, I wasn't a making fun of his. No, a pun of his. Oh, name. I thought you were no. trying to make a homeless joke. No, no. Like he didn't have any. I don't find the homeless funny, Nate. <laughs> Why? You, you son of a one. bitch, you sick bastard, get out of my house. <laughs> so, after this initial. Uh, On today's episode, people... me making Nate the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm German. Everybody hates me because I'm German. I get it. I get it. I just hate you because you're gay. Nice. Homophobia. Yes. Now, who's the bad guy? You, because you killed a bunch of... <laughs> Don't say it. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, after he initially leaves because he was suspected of being the last person to see this person before they died, he kind of goes on this kind of same pattern. He'll go to a city, be there for a little bit, then leave. So, he later travels to Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, got a job as a keeper in Norriston State Hospital, but quickly, uh, but quit a few days after. He took the position at a drugstore in Philadelphia, but when he was working there, a boy died after taking medicine that was purchased at the store. Holmes denied any involvement in the child's death and immediately left the city right before moving to that Chicago. That doesn't make you look suspicious. No, absolutely not. I didn't do anything to out the door. He does this at a few places. He'll go somewhere, something weird will happen, then he'll leave. He'll go somewhere, something weird will happen, then he'll leave. Last time he did it, he decided to change his name so he wouldn't be I kind of mentioned something to... about why he was able to do that Okay. later on. Okay. So I'll let you do that then. Well, there's not too much about it. It's just that <clears> back then there wasn't technology. Like it's true. Today. You couldn't really trace people and track them. And also, it's super easy to change your name. You know how you do it? Back Hi, then? I'm George. Yeah, you just change your name back then. Yeah. There's, there's... Now, if you want to do it, you have to go through all these legal processes yeah. and all that other fun stuff. I don't ever want to change my name because I love being, you know, hated on any kind of, like, government documents. Why? Why? Because my name has a symbol in it. What? It has a hyphen in it. Oh, and and every time I have to do symbol, it is a symbol. My name is too fucking long for all the fucking forms. Really, your name's too long. You can't fit Christopher in the fucking first name boxes. Oh, I have that problem too. (laughs) I run out at the R. I'm like, ah, any kind of any kind. Anytime I have to do any like actual like federal paperwork, they always go, "You can't submit this because your name has a symbol in it." It's like that's my fucking name. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. I've I, I've gone up to people. I think it actually happened in a county once. They like asking me how to pronounce my name. I'm like, it's Christopher. The R doesn't fit on the form. <laughs> Christoph. Yeah. But is it Christoph? I'm like, no, it's Christopher. The fucking form. <laughs> is it Christoph? Yes, I'm Russian. Yeah. <laughs> but my fucking. Then I cough at them. <laughs> Any kind of paperwork hates it because they always go, you can't have a symbol in your name. I was like, that's my fucking name. I don't know what you want from me. Or what I get all the time is like, which one's your first name? The Nathaniel or the Keith? Both. Okay, but which one's your middle? I don't have a middle name. But which one's your first? Both. (laughs) It is my first name. It's hyphenated. I hate it. But there's not much I can do about it and I'm fine with it now. I like, it's just... That hyphen messes everybody up. They don't know how to deal with it. Um, after the Chicago incident, it's kind of no, hard through. to pronounce the hyphen. No, it's not. 
Nathaniel. <laughs> Keith. Yeah. Just, just a cacophony. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, after the kid died from the medicine incident, uh, he changed his name to H.H. H. Holmes, which you was... Tell, you should tell people it's pronounced like the dash in Morse code. Beep! Yeah. <laughs> You're drawn out, though. Not just a beep. It's got to be a longer one. No, it's beep is one, and then beep is the dash. The dash, yeah. <laughs> What's more so, fucking after he leaves, he changes his name to Henry Howard Holmes. So, H.H. H. Holmes. Um... It's weird because I'm gonna I, I don't know if I should go into these now or let you do your thing and then go into these after. What this thing here? Uh, these two. I don't even know what you got, so I can't tell you. It's about his roommate and this is about his other wife. No, you can go no. Okay. So for those of you who don't know anything about Holmes, he does bad things and get caught. By the way, if people don't know, we don't actually do our research together. No, it's we should, <laughs> we but should. we don't. We go, what should we talk about? This thing. Okay, you take this part, I'll take that part. Okay, we kind of go our separate well, ways. With our jobs, it's tricky. Yeah. Like, usually, like, because we discussed why we do like this before. You mm-hmm. like the history part, and I like the weird part. Mm-hmm. So we just split it there. Like, he's covering AJ Holmes' life, and I'm going to cover the mansion. Right. The whole it reason works. why he's famous. It just sometimes when, like, your story gets to the end, it doesn't really cleanly lead in the mind. Right. So we kind of have to make it work. Do you have how he ended up with the property? Do you have that? No. Okay, I have it. I just have when he starts building it. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll cover that as well, because I have it written down just in case, and I'll cover that, but that's not what I'm about to talk about. Um, During his confession, We should discuss that part before we start recording next time. We should discuss... Uh, <laughs> flow. Next time we record, the progressive lady. We've been fuck. We've been doing this for about six months, and yet we still are trash at it. Well, because this is uh, this is a new way of doing it. Yeah, that is fair. But hey, <laughs> it's too our, funny. Our one fan says it works good. <laughs> so. Hi, hi Ed. He's actually working a new uh, music for Kittencast. Ooh, interesting. During his confessions, after he was arrested, Holmes claimed that he had killed his former medical school classmate, Robert Leacock, in 1886 for insurance money. However, Leacock died in Watford, Ontario, in Canada, on October 5th, 1889. So most likely it was a different person's body. And he used the guy's name. Well, no, he said he killed him. Oh, crazy. He didn't claim insurance. This is during his confession. Oh, okay. And it was like, but how how would you have done that, considering he didn't die until three years after you claimed you killed him? By the way. Slow acting poison. Yeah, slow acting poison. (laughs) Oof. I had a three-year blade. Yeah. (laughs) Most people won't get that. Weird joke, but okay. Good book. Good book. Read it. Um, in late 1886, while still married to Clara, Holmes married Myrta Belknap in Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Before you get too far, I and... want to say that the three-year blade joke is a book called The Fifty-Year Sword. That's what we're talking about. Yes, it was so... a reference to a book that I never read. Yes, that I have and explained to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways... Mark Z. Danieluski. He tried, he did marry another woman, 
and he filed for a diverse. Diverse. He filed for a diverse. Till you weren't born in America. <laughs> he th- what? <laughs> what? Can't even speak English properly. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying that's the reason why he filed for a divert. No. <laughs> divert. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You can tell we're tired. I think that's what it is. We're I both think, exhausted. I think it so is. just fucking going off the track. <laughs> After he got married cast. to his sick, second wife. Second. You Shut so up. Shut up. I get it. Let me finish. He filed for a divorce for Clara. Um... Alleging the infidelity on her part. The claims could not be proven and the suit went nowhere. Um, Surviving paperwork indicates that she probably was never even informed of the suit. In any case, the divorce was never finalized and was dismissed by the judge because, you know, he'd be stupid. Holmes, that is. In... 1888, Holmes passed his medical exams, and in 1885, he moved to Chicago, where he got a job working at a uh, pharmacy under the alias Dr. Henry H. Holmes. When the owner of the drugstore passed away... Oh, by the way, what I'm reading right now, I have something to add to it. Okay. Uh, After the owner passed away, he handed over the responsibility to the widow. However, Holmes convinced the widow to let him buy the store... The widow soon went missing and was never seen again. Holmes claimed that she moved to California and this was could never be verified. Yeah, she never paid her, he just killed her. Um that was not true. What? That never happened. Thing? That never happened. What actually happened was after he arrived, he did work at a um drugstore. Yeah, so it was across the lot from where the yep. hotel would be built. Um It was the Northwest uh he was said to be a hard-working employee, eventually buying the store. Although several books betray Holtzen's husband as a old man who quickly vanished along with his wife, Dr. Holtzen was never killed. He was a fellow Michigan alumni and only a few years older than Holmes. Both Hudson remains, uh, like, the, the two, the couple, both of the Hudsons remain and lived to, like, the 20th century. They just sold the store to him after a few years. So they, they never died. So he did sell the store to him. He just Yes. That oh, part he didn't is... die and leave it to his wife who then sold it. Exactly. He didn't die and then leave it to him. Both of them were still alive when Holmes was, I believe, when he was killed too. Probably if they lived to the 20th. Yeah, 20th century. So yeah. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Um... So I would say, therefore, that they were alive when he died. <laughs> I was about to say something. I choked on my spit. <coughs> I was going to say logically extrapolating from those two things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's but you, safe to but say. you didn't seem to put them together over there. No. So I, I wanted to clarify it for you. I don't know why I said it as if it was a question. It was more of a statement. Um, they did live to see him die. Uh, but both both of them lived. They They never perished to his hands as people suspected and romanticized i think i actually heard that a lot of people said it happened but it didn't yeah it happens yeah that's true make the story more interesting yeah excuse me good job burp on the mic good job. <laughs> i sent a bunch of people burp audio clips yesterday really yeah i was driving home and i just kept burping into my phone and sending them to people nice 
Um, but he does buy the drugstore, and then afterwards he buys the house across the sh- street. I'm fucking with Velcro. Not very great for sound. No. no. Um, I gave him a dirty look. I saved you guys. <clears throat> it, yeah, that's how he bought the lot across the street, and then he eventually, you know, does what he does, which is where mine ends, kind of. But I have something to add, like, when you're done. Okay. But that's so kind of you're gonna how he gets the drugstore. A momentary break. And we will be back with my part. Okay, we're back. Hello. Hello again. If you're still here. Mom, is that you? Um, don't hit me again. <laughs> I'm making a bunch of paper noises. <clears throat> I like how you printed a whole paper for that one paragraph. <laughs> Just saw it. <laughs> I had stuff too. Okay. Okay. So I got where Holmes has his hotel. Did, did, did okay. you say when how he bought the property? I talked about him. I thought you were going to mention that. I talked about him buying the drugstore and about the property across from the drugstore on the other side of the okay. road, how he bought it. Yeah, because the property across from the drugstore is where the hotel was. Yes. Okay, so it's actually the World's Fair Hotel. That's what the real name is, which is now just called the H.H. Holmes Hotel. Does it still exist? No. Oh. Also, it's also known as the Murder Hotel, the Murder Castle, and the Murder Mansion. So I want to say before we get too crazy into the details... That it should be noted that as time went on, people start to think that a lot of the stuff might not have been as bad as they said it was. <clears throat> you would preface that it's it, it, very possible that they... Uh, Newspapers blew it out of proportion. Yes. Added so, things that weren't initially. So I want to make sure we get that out before we get into all the details. But we also do know that all good stories do have bits of truth in them so yeah that's true <clears throat> like brother Grimm's books everybody knows that hansel and gretel was real and the witch exists no but there's usually some origin story that just gets blown up Grimm books were made to scare people scare well specifically children yeah. to state and do rules and be good follow rules and be good that's the reason we have krampus Meant to scare the kids to be good what all year. What do you mean year. we? What's this we shit, dog? You got a mouse in your pocket? Humans, people. Wasn't Krampus initially like Scandinavian? I'm still a human, and so are they. Are you trying to say that they are lesser humans than me? No, I am saying <laughs> that we didn't have shit. You didn't grow up hearing about Krampus. I didn't grow up hearing about Krampus. No, but I know about him now. So we It doesn't as, scare you though. We as people know <laughs> that Krampus was used to scare children. Okay. You said that's Stop why playing I'm... your heritage show and making people lesser than us. I, Krampus isn't my heritage. <laughs> no, Krampus No, but devaluing people is <laughs> Hey, that's not fair. We got devalued first by the Romans. <laughs> Everybody gets it. Yeah, everybody gets it. We've all had our fair share. Yeah. <clears throat> now we've killed, as in the Americans, more people than anybody else. It's a good thing I'm not American. No. 
Uh, I don't know. Russia killed a lot of people. Yeah. But we're still doing it. Oh, Russia's so still doing <laughs> it. <laughs> so are they. I was about to say. But they're doing it right. They're keeping it to their own people in general. Which usually we don't interfere if you kill your own people. What? You never sure. heard that joke about America? Sure. The army gets involved when you start killing other people. Yeah, that's true. Look at all the wars. Look at Pol Pot. He killed like two million people, but they were his own people. So unless we, we want that country, in. unless we want that country, yeah. Because we did it to I think Venezuela, and we did it to Portugal. I want to say. I always find it funny Where that it's like, like we have to go over there. They're killing their own people. Well, school shootings. <laughs> Why don't we stop those? We're killing our own people. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> Tell you what, though, COVID's done great things for school shootings. Yeah, I saw a video about that. I didn't get it at first, honestly. They were saying, like, someone said something about how school shootings have decreased. Yes. And this kid's sitting at his desk, and he's, he's like, oh, God, he's got a gun. And he closes his laptop and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even catch it at first. That girl I talked to from India pointed out what the joke was to me. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I like how you're so desensitized to school shootings that you just didn't even get the joke. No, I'm definitely not desensitized, trust me. Yeah. Whenever I get those fucking calls from the school, I freak out. I actually yelled at them for desensitizing it. Were they desensitizing? They uh, they called once and they said there was a code read at the school. The police told us not to inform parents until the end of the school day. And there was also a knife brought to school at the beginning of the week that we never told you about. Yeah, but everybody knows knives don't kill people. So, the guns do. So I flipped out at them for that. Like, first of all, don't you ever fucking call me after hours have gone by. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to think of my kid laying on the floor crying and scared. And, you know, where are my parents? Why aren't they coming to help me? Yep. It's a shitty thing. But then one time they had a robot, like a robocall call to tell the parents. Really? Yeah, I it's fucking went so common that they have I to went get... A... so apeshit on them. On... The only way you can get a hold of the fucking schools down here is the goddamn Facebook page. That's weird. Unless you, like, get... Like, if you try and call a superintendent, they never call you back. I've tried. But I fucking wrote the scathing review about, like, don't you ever fucking desensitize my child's life to the point where you're sending me a fucking robocall about yeah. a school shooting. Like, yeah. fucking pick up your balls and call the parents. The and, only time I get it is if they they're busy well, no, dealing the with is, the school shooting. They had to take the time to type up this whole robocall. When they could have just recorded their voice, which would have been a lot quicker... Which is what they normally do. Send out a recorded voice message. I'm pretty sure it's already put into place, so all they have to no, do is hit it the says button. No, it, it says everything about it. Like, this happened at this school at this time. And... Oh. Maybe it's not done at their school. But still, but even at don't that point, fucking it's weird. robocall us about school shootings. Yeah. That one's okay. a bit crazy. Yeah, I was pissed. But I get it, to an extent. Like, no. there's... You literally gotta call hundreds of people. It's our... Yeah. But they don't call hundreds of people. They record one voice message and send it to hundreds of people. Don't do it as a robo call. Mm, yeah. They don't call us individually. That's true. So take you know it's, it takes less time to say it than it does to fucking type it. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically just desensitizing people more. Okay, so anyway, back to the Holmes Hotel. Now the Holmes Hotel was three stories. Holmes had said what when was he was the first building story? it. Oh, when he was a kid. Oh, okay. So this is the second one? Yes. This is the... So he said when he was building it that the first floor was going to contain, was gonna contain shops, uh, like a whole block's worth of shops for all the up-and-coming business owners coming into Chicago. The third floor would be the apartments for new people moving in to Chicago. 
-hmm. It said that the autocorrect wrote yielding, but it's building. The yielding. Rather ugly, and we do know it took up a full city block. So the whole bottom floor is going to be just a whole block of stores, basically. That's a large fucking hotel. Yeah. For that time. Now, this was all in Chicago, as we mentioned. It got its true name from the World Fair that was going to take place there in 1893. Now, the second floor was said to be filled, this is where it gets crazy, with gas rooms, asphyxiation chambers, dead ends, and maze-like corridors. That was like his whole torture area, basically. Okay. Weird. So, throughout construction, it's said that about every week, Holmes would fire the whole construction crew and the contractor. So that way, when the next people showed up, the point was that not one construction crew would build the whole place and piece together what it all yeah. made in the long run. <clears throat> so every week, you'd have new people in there, so they wouldn't, like, you know, one person's running these pipes to a room that was built the week before, so they don't know it's going to a gas chamber, basically. Yeah, that is kind of... It's smart. Yeah. Terrible, but smart. Now, the building was completed in 1892, and by 1894, Holmes was arrested, and the search of the building had started. So <laughs> so it was completed, so he had it up and running for two years. Yes. Okay, the police were confused by what they found inside. Some rooms had no doors. Other rooms had... How did they get in? Uh, so you'll find Windows. out about one of those rooms in a minute. Okay. Other rooms had up to five doors. <laughs> there were secret hinged walls. And sliding partitions, they found airtight chambers beneath some of the floors. Some walls were lined with iron plating and asbestos, so you wouldn't hear sound coming from them. Mm -hmm. Also to be fireproof, which you'll find out about soon. There was uh, staircases that led to nowhere. There were doors that went to brick walls. There was even a human-sized stove they found, which is pretty fucking weird. <clears throat> He just liked pizza. His per yeah, lots, really big lots pizza. pizza. His uh his personal apartment had a trap door in the bathroom that opened to a staircase that went down to a windowless square room. I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. So there's no doors. I'm gonna be completely honest. I would love to build a house like this. Just <laughs> random bullshit everywhere. Well, his was made to kill people. I know. I wouldn't use mine to kill people, but I would love to have like little hidey holes everywhere. It'd be awesome. So more like the Winchester house. The Winchester House. You don't know about the Winchester House? I don't think so. Oh, I'll tell you about that after this. Okay. Because I actually mentioned it in here. So, um, the staircase in his bathroom led to a windowless room that had a chute that ran to the basement. <laughs> Which, you know what that chute is just put for. his laundry. Yeah, just... Laundry. He has a secret room in his bathroom to get down to the room where he drops his laundry in a chute. Yeah. <laughs> That's how protective he is of his clothing. He doesn't want nobody <laughs> to see him. Can't let people so... see your undergarments. Um, he had dog. You see an ankle, that's being lewd. Yeah, it is. Goddamn, what are they? Harlots. No, no, the people that are like that still. The ones that live without electricity. The the not Mormons. Quakers. Quakers. Yeah, the dresses go down to like their bottoms of their feet because yes. you can't show ankle. So anyway, he had a, a room that was fixed with gas fixtures that he could lock a potential victim in. Step out of the room, obviously lock him in, flip a switch and fill the room with gas. They also found out that he had a way to igniting the gas, too, if he wanted to. So now they were just getting, like, shot with fire, like mm -hmm. flamethrowers. That was, like, the rooms that had, like, the asbestos walls and shit. 
Uh, as I mentioned, some doors open to brick walls, while others didn't open. Imagine running from someone and the door is just fucking Doesn't fake. open, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a cartoon. Oh, this wall's painted, or this door's painted. And the place was also constructed like a maze so that any of the victims who tried to run would have a hard time finding their way out. Similar to the Winchester house. We'll have to talk about it after I will. this. I will tell you about that. Also, in case anyone... This is interesting. Also, in case anyone tried creeping around or sneaking away at night, the halls and stairs were equipped with an alarm system that would trigger a buzzer in Holmes' apartment. What kind of alarm system could you rig up back then? Happy pressure plates and wires, right? Yeah. Or, like... That'd be strange. Because you don't have, like, laser sensors no. and shit, so it'd have to be something you step on that moves a pulley and... Okay, so as the police were searching, they came across a pile of bones, most believed to be animal bones, but one set was suspected to be of a child's. They were estimated to be no older than seven. He has a thing for children. It's really weird. So he found they found, like, his seven-year-old's bones. Or younger. When the search finally reached the basement, they saw the full scope of the murder hotel. In the basement, they found a blood-covered operating table, which goes back to his college days. Put your phone down and pay attention. I was looking up what it was. It was Amish and Mennonites. That's what it was. I, I remembered Amish, and I was like, what's the other one? He's I watching can't YouTube remember. while we're... <laughs> You Ready? said Quakers. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not the actual he's term for watching, them. He's watching. He's playing Fortnite. Well, <laughs> Fortnite dancing on their dead bodies, dog. So uh, I was paying attention. I just wanted to find it. It was Mennonites and and Amish people. Yeah, Amish. That's what I was, I was going to say. Amish at first. You said Quaker, and it, yeah. that is a term for them. But it's <laughs> so anyway. They, okay, so they found a blood covered operating table. They found women's clothing. They found several surgical instruments. Instruments. And it only says bizarre torture devices. What is a bizarre torture device? I don't know. Aren't all torture devices bizarre? There was some fucking messed up ones. The one that always gets me is it's like... The brain? You literally made this specifically for one purpose, Mm -hmm. and you named it thus. It's called the breast ripper. (laughs) Did you ever hear about that one? Uh, The one I I did hear about it. We've talked about it before. Metal claws that dig into the breast, and then they rip your breast off. There was one that always... I always saw and was like, fuck that. Will they Every... crush your skull? No. The uh, bronze bull. Oh, you throw someone in and light on fire. Yes. Yeah, underneath it. Yeah. I would fucking hate that. Like, most tortures, I don't want to deal they with. They had another one. But that, specifically like... bronze bull, I would fucking, I'd just bite my tongue and drown in my own blood. They had one that, like, went around your neck. It forced you to look up at God. <laughs> And it had two spikes yeah. under your neck, so if you ever looked down or got tired, it would go through your jaw and fucking into your roof of your mouth and fucking you'd bleed out and shit. They were fucking evil-ass shit back then. Yeah, like the Iron Maiden, even though that never really actually got used. Nor did it actually exist in those era. I heard it might not have ever existed. No. They think it, it was it actually didn't. a sculpture. A yep. sculptor that made it or something. <clears throat> it was a thing that was made in, like, I think in the 1800s. It was like... I think it is a hell of a torture a... device, though. Yeah, I mean, is you're, it you're torture? I think you die. Kill. Yeah, but it's not like... A, sarcoph- a sarcophagus? No, it's not like, they, like you die instantly. No, you wouldn't die instantly. You just sit there and bleed out, because the spikes didn't go all the way through you. They just fucking punctured you. Mm-hmm. You just sit there and, like... If I, you know, if I was ever one of them, I'd just fucking slam myself forward. Fuck this. <laughs> Bang your head into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, just slam it and puncture your lungs. That's it, you know? You don't yeah. want to sit there and bleed slowly. You're not getting out of it. And the funny thing about torture devices is, like, 
the people are gonna fucking confess even if they didn't do it. No. Torture doesn't work. No. No. Not not for Especially back then. Torture they for forced you to tell you they'll tell you what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Like if they want to know if you were a witch, they'd do shit until you said you were a witch. I was like, see, look, when she's under excruciating amount of pain, she'll say whatever I want her to say. Look yeah, at that no guy shit. in the witch trials that got pressed. That guy was badass. Hear about him? No. They put a board on him and he started stacking rocks on it. I know that part. And when he couldn't breathe, he told them, they said, are you going to confess now? And he said, more weight. <laughs> That's it. Then they killed him. They put more weight on it and they killed him. He never confessed. I would love A lot it. of people did confess, and then you get, you get killed anyway. Yeah, that's you true. You confess, they hang you. <laughs> it was weird, because a lot of them was like, oh, we're going to test hung... if she's a witch, so we're going to throw her in the water yeah, and drown her. So if she drowns, she's not a witch, yeah, but so, if she So if you floats... die, you're not a witch, but if you float, we're going to kill you because you're a witch. Like, There's no winning in this situation. No, no, there wasn't. And then at the end of it, I like, guess she wasn't a witch. Oh, well, that's, better luck next time. That's the point. They're just killing people. <laughs> Uh, Salem witch trials are wild. They hung dogs. They hung fucking. I think they didn't they hang like horses and shit. Probably. Yeah. That was a weird time in history. That was a fun time in history. I would like to go back to like the. Well, you could just do whatever you wanted. Greek era. I think it'd be fun to go like the ancient Greek. You just want to go back there for the fucking orgies. Uh, no, I want to go back there to be like for <laughs> the vomitoriums. <laughs> The vomitorians. I forget that was a thing. Yeah, they'd eat and drink until they were full, and they'd go into a special room to throw up, and they'd go back to eat and drink more. Yes. That's it. Yep. If people didn't know what a vomitorium I, was. I, I I mean, the name's kind of self-explanatory. I know, but they might not know. That's true. This um, is back when, you know, binging and purging was cool. <laughs> I fucking would love to live in, like, the ancient Greek, Greek era. Where exactly are the Greeks? Uh, they were between the Romans and the Greeks probably even the Romans actually I'd like to live in that era too that'd be an interesting era to live in Mm. in like Pompeii or some shit would be wild what? isn't that where the volcano killed everybody? it didn't kill that many people killed the people that didn't leave no shit it killed the people (laughs) that didn't leave Everyone's like, I killed everybody in the city. It I'd didn't. like to go back to Pompeii because then I knew I wouldn't suffer for too long. I know when it's coming. <laughs> no. I'd like to go to Pompeii because it's a nice, it was a large city. Anyway, back on track. Only about 10% or 20% people have died. Back. That's, that's a pretty good chunk. That's because they didn't leave. It doesn't matter if 10% dies of a whole population. That's a pretty big fucking chunk of people dying. It's not a whole population. It was a city population. Still, if you go to like New York City and kill ten percent of the people, you yeah, but people think Pompeii. People. Everyone died in Pompeii. I'm, we're not talking about Pompeii. We're talking about Holmes. Goddamn it! <laughs> I was talking your, about. You're getting into your little semantics thing you like to do. I was talking Look, about. There was only ten people, so only one really died. <laughs> Jatlov. Only technically about ninety percent of the people and Jatlov pass died. Yes, because yes, one didn't finish going. Yeah, one left before it all happened. So. Um, he also had shelves of acid they found down there for dissolving things, which, I mean, you can figure out what he's dissolving. And he had a crematory. His hair. Yeah. He doesn't cut his hair, he just burns it with acid. Yep. He also had a crematory. Was this a human-sized oven? No, this wasn't the stove. This was like this a was a... creamer. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. So it said Holmes would drop his victim's bodies down the chutes throughout the hotel 
and they obviously slide down to the basement where he would dissect and clean their bones and organs to sell to medical institutes or on, I found this interesting, they said the black market. But okay. there wasn't much, you know. For what? That's what I was saying. Thinking it's like organ transplants didn't not do really that. A thing yes, back then. that's why. That, that's why I actually wrote or the equivalent of the black market back then. Because, however, however, some um, cultures used human bits for medicine. Not in Chicago. Sure, there might have been like Russian, like smaller groups of like Russian. I'm sure. Let's just. Just to infuse. It was just. It's to weird to say, work. or sold them on the black market. To whom? I don't. Who bought cannibals? These? It's possible. The I diner guess. party. <laughs> okay, so they don't believe Holmes actually ever like forced anybody into the hotel. People just kind of came. You know. That's a hotel. That's yeah, the point. That's of what it. I mean. They actually mentioned that they don't think any of his victims were forced. They came to stay in the hotel. Then they were forced to die. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was like, that's a weird statement to make. They don't think he dragged anybody off the streets. Into the hotel. <laughs> that's a weird statement to make. It's like, I don't think anybody was forced. Okay. Yeah, I think he basically used his, uh, his charisma and charm to get him like, hey, you know, I got a hotel. You can come stay in the rooms. and then Or the fact that it's so a hotel. He would basically pick his victims and lure them. I gotcha. You know, as opposed to grabbing them and... So he did display putting the chloroform the... over the mouth and holding him in the middle of the road for ten minutes in front of everybody <laughs> until they pass. So out. he did display uh, serial killer tendencies to the fact that he would go out looking for his. It doesn't actually say anything about it, but oh, so, so even, it could have just they, been random. It, it's people It's implied that he used his charisma and charm once they came to the hotel to get them to stay. It's like, oh look, this is a great room. You can stay here. I'll give you a cheap price, probably stuff like that. You know, interesting. Yeah. So he let them come to him, and then he persuaded them to stay. Yeah, that is intriguing when you think so about it. It is interesting because being a serial killer, you set it up so they just come to you. You're a roach motel. You've you've done a uh, what's his guy Henry mm-hmm. Ford, Henry kind of like a conveyor belt system, you know? Oh, yeah, they just come to me and I kill them. They just keep coming. <laughs> they don't have to do anything. They also believe some of them may have been his employees because uh, that's as... not very. Cost effective to keep killing your employees. Well, as for employees, it said in his short stay at the hotel, he hired more than 150 women to be stenographers. Stenographers? Yes. That's what it says. Some were also believed to be his mistresses, and some he photographed his favorites. (laughs) None of this is serial killer behavior, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. It's very. You're my stenographer. You're pretty. I'm going to take a picture of you. What? (laughs) Stay still for five minutes. That was perfectly timed. It was. It sounded like a camera shutter. <laughs> ah, my little ear professional is doing our Foley work for us. Love it. Now, even with all of his victims disappearing, that's not what led to his arrest. So, we, me and you discussed this before. Yes, we did. Back then, I also mentioned this earlier, back then before any major technology existed, it was hard to keep track of people. So, it's easy to see why they would just assume the victims left the city. Yeah. And, he, and he's home. already displayed that he's lied to people before. Yeah. He said, oh, no, that kid went back to Michigan. Oh, no, she went to Chicago, uh, California, even though that was a lie. So what actually led to his downfall was theft and poorly planned financial schemes, which is what we talked about earlier. He had a partner that he – you didn't know this part. I had to explain this one thing to you. He had a partner. I forget his name. Pizel. Pizel. Something like that. But – he talked his partner into running another insurance fraud scheme 
where they would pretend he died. Right. Which they did. They had another person whose face they burned, but he mm-hmm. actually killed his partner instead. Yep. And it's weird. Cashed in. But it's... he said it was somebody else. Yeah. And then tried cashing in on his partner's name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's any. Uh, that's what he led does to them this a lot. Finding him. He does this um, particular scheme a lot, where he will take out investments on people's life and then present a body and go, "Look, they're dead. Give me money." And their face is gone. And face is gone. Yeah. So it's... much easier back then, you know. Look, I found a body. Give me money. Insurance, give me. Did you ever look into like World War Two during the blitz bombings in England? People would constantly be. Are you legally allowed to talk about this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't there. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't do the bombing. Uh, people would take insurances out on houses that didn't exist and would collect it every week. That's in smart. England. Fuck. Why not? If your house is chances your house is gonna get blown up, fuck it. You might as well do something to have some money. In the Actually, back, in the bank. it was said that it was one of the most. It was the best time to be a criminal was during the Blitz bombings because you could literally just walk up and you had an. If you had the, uh, I can't remember the patches were the MPs or local guard. Everyone would help you no matter what you did. And it wasn't too hard to get one of those badges. Nope. With and bodies people, everywhere. Yep, and people would. Uh, would go up to houses and like start loading stuff up and go, oh no, this is my house, I'm just moving it. And then people would actually come out and help these people and they would just steal it. <laughs> it was crazy. There's so many things going on during the Blitz bombing. In England, I should you say. You my cat. I my cat's eat. in heat again, by the way. This is the third Friday in a row. She's gone in the heat. How long do cats stay in heat? Uh, isn't it usually once a fucking month? <laughs> is it once a month? I think so. Either way, she's getting fixed next Friday, so I'm done. <laughs> Good. Okay, so he got caught. And when he was in jail, he was connected to one murder, which was his partner. Mm-hmm. But eventually, he was connected to nine murders, but he was still only convicted of one. Through uh, says though the true numbers are still unknown to this day because he boasted of killing up to 27 people, but some estimates claim it could be as high as 200. 200, yeah. That's what I read as well. Part of the reason the true numbers are unknown is that he had the crematory, for one. You know, he can dispose of bodies. He had the acid to dissolve remains. Um, and they actually you... found a pile of ashes, and inside of that, they found a small gold chain from a woman's shoe. Wow. Which implies that that's, you know, completely burned up person. They can't prove it, though. Also, there wasn't much, like, paperwork following people, so yeah. they just disappeared. Yeah, he would just say, oh, they went home, or they left the city. Also, another reason why the killings could be upwards of 200 is that it's said that thousands of people disappeared from that World's Fair. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. That's what I I read about. It's probably people get there and they're like, I don't want to go back to my fucking wife. (laughs) God, she's always nagging. All the time. Won't leave me alone. I'm implying wife because back then predominantly the man did everything. and I'm not trying to be sexist sounding. It's just how it was back then. It's true. Well, I just want to make sure I don't come across as being sexist. No, we all know you're misogynistic. I am. God damn it. Fuck women. I love massages. (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) All right. So, um, at his trial, it was (laughs) unanimously convicted to hang, or to death by hanging. 
and it didn't go as planned. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. I the, read this. The, so when they hang someone, they got to take your weight. They got to take your height into account, figure out how long the rope's got to be, how far you got to fall, and they fucked it up. So you the whole point of a hanging... You fall and you snap your neck. You, you, yeah, you fall you and snap your leg, neck. He didn't. He nope. hung there close to 15 minutes twitching. Yeah. So, Actually, they said... Like, before he was, like, the days leading up to the hang and all that, he was serene and didn't give a shit. He went up there, didn't cry, didn't get angry, just died. He kept asking for, like, laxatives and to throw off his weight. Oh, my God, that would have been great. imagine doing that? You go in, like, at, like, 200 pounds and you just fucking, you know, binge and purge all your meals, take a bunch of laxatives. Shit out, lose about 10 pounds. What I would do is take a whole bunch of laxatives before they hung me. That when I died, you know what I thought? Just everywhere. Ask for something like a baked potato for your final meal, like a bunch of baked potatoes, and then just eat the pieces of foil. So when they electrocute you, because <laughs> it goes from your head to your foot, so it's going to go through all that foil and metal in your stomach. I just want to make. I wanna... Didn't someone did that? Did somebody do that? There was a witch, I believe. I believe there was a story of a witch who was going to be burned and she ate gunpowder before they put her on the... Oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious. took out like, people, yeah. I would, lo- I would totally do We have that. to look into that. We'll do an episode on it. Or a brief I'm, synopsis of it. I'm pretty sure it was. So anyway, he was... He hung there for about 20 minutes. He was finally dead in 1896. So he was in jail for a few years. But then there were the rumors that he never actually died and it wasn't him in the grave. Some of these rumors came from the fact that strange things began to happen to people connected to the case, as well as the unusual way in which he was buried. This is like the um, sarcophagus of Tutan. Common? Yeah. Tutan, isn't it Tutankhamun? It sounds weird. Something like that. Everyone's like, it's cursed! And like, realistically, only one p- person died like a few well, weeks after. the other thing is, and too, you're opening person... a sarcophagus and you're breathing in all that shit that comes out of it. Most likely the person who opens it's going to get sick. Yeah, maybe. But probably not. Yeah. It Also, who's going, man, this sarcophagus smells you can't great! Help it. If it's, you know, the body's in there decomposing. You don't becomes... open it inside the, the closed area. No, no, I know that. But it becomes airtight. So when you open it, air rushes in, dust flies out. So yeah. if there's shit in that dust... Yeah, you know, ten thousand well, year old bacteria. There wouldn't be much dust if it was airtight. The body still decays, and all the cats stuffed in there with them. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was funny. People were like the curse of Tutan, uh, Tutan Kamun. I'm pretty sure that's how they say it, Kamun, something like that. Something like that. Uh, and it was like one person died. I think it was like a month after they. Well, this one was more. Up. So, <laughs> and then. Another person died 13 years after. <laughs> it was really goofy. Okay, so the first, the, the strange things. The man who tipped the police off to Holmes' criminal activity, which was also one of his previous partners, mm-hmm. was shot and killed in Chicago by a police officer shortly after. Which kind of which starts adding to the being a cover-up. Like sure. He didn't really die. Sure. You just killed the only other person that could say anything about this. Maybe, yeah. Um, I could see it. The warden at the prison where he was held killed himself. The man who argued the case against him in court caught on fire. I don't. Nothing, I could not find anything else about it. Just caught fire. It just says he caught on fire. I'm. I'm guessing he died. I can't find anything else about it. I looked. So he might not have died, but he no, caught fire. he could have like you know caught. It just says caught on fire. I could not find anything else. That cat will not shut up. Nope. I'm gonna talk louder. Get louder. That's what you do when you have children. You just talk louder when they're crying. Is that how it works? Yes. 
We don't know. And the former caretaker of the castle, who knew the most about the hotel, second to Holmes, obviously, <clears throat> killed right. himself as well. That is a bit so strange. So it's like one person who knew about him, who could say shit, got shot and killed. The other person knew shit about him that could talk, yeah, but killed were... themselves. <laughs> but he had already gone to trial. They can't talk about a dead man at that no, point. No, but this is the point that this is the theories of why he might not have actually died. They think someone else was killed and buried in his plot. And that was one of the theories. That's a weird theory. As for the odd burial, it said that he actually instructed this. He was to be placed in a pine box. The box would then be filled with cement and buried 10 feet in the ground and covered with more cement. Yes, I heard about this. So, so again, that makes it why people think that he wasn't in the box. People related to it who ID him and point him out all died. True. And then the weird burial, which makes it at that time basically impossible to get to the body and prove it's him. Did you did you write down why he said he wanted it? So people wouldn't fuck with his body. Yeah. He yeah. didn't want, he didn't want he people didn't doing want, what he did. Exactly. People. He didn't <laughs> want people to take his body and take out his organs and such. Just yeah. like, you motherfucking hypocrite. How dare you? Yeah, I actually have it. So he had such measures so nobody could exhume his body. Yep. But, so, I, did we mention on the podcast about the movie already? No. They were working on a movie. Yes, uh, I think at the Scorsese beginning. is writing it or directing you it. You did say that it was yeah. Leonardo. And they Capra. held off finishing the filming because his body was to be exhumed. And they finally did. And they compared his DNA to his relatives as well as his dental records. And it... Yes, it's definitely Holmes in the grave. He's definitely dead. Or he definitely did die. Definitely dead. Now, the hotel was eventually set ablaze. Witnesses state that they saw two unknown men enter through the back entrance, and soon the building was engulfed in flame and gutted by fire oh. in 1895. He was still alive. <laughs> yeah. And in 1938, the remainder was torn down. Now it's a post office that stands where the murder mansion once did. <laughs> You think that post office has ghosts? <laughs> they put it on a corner where no one of the bodies people died. I don't think a nice. post office is going to take up a full city block. They should. Why? No, no. Just because. It's Chicago. Nobody gives a shit. <sighs> Fuck, dog. There goes all those listening. Yeah, all, all two. Maybe, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about something which was interesting to me. Uh, so during his prison stay a lot of newspapers wanted to talk to him and get his statement and all that relating to him killing people and he, he constantly accepted these things because they would pay him for it and so he would constantly give them different stories all the time what did he do with his money i don't know but he accepted <laughs> it it was something along the lines of like eleven thousand dollars that's a lot back then though right I think they said it equivalates to like two hundred and sixty thousand now, which is a lot. Um, so he constantly thats why there's a lot of claims of how how many people he killed is because he would constantly tell certain news reporters certain things that weren't necessarily inherently true, just to get more money out of them. Yeah, uh, keep people coming back. <clears throat> What's he gonna sell? Well, you know, what new details is he gonna give us the next time? Yep. He at one point he claimed. That he was innocent and that he was possessed by Satan. Yeah, doesn't at one point he say he is the devil? Yes. Uh, the devil's inside me or something like that? His p perpetual lying has made it difficult to research and 
tell which one's true and which one's not. Um, but he describes his new grim appearance because while he was in prison, he started like so they becoming... started to actually look like the devil. Right. It was really weird. People started saying like he started having more gaunt and grim appearance. And he would start to look more like the devil as time progressed on. We'll have a picture of what he used to look like on Instagram. He did kind of have a round face, so you couldn't see how he'd get gaunt yeah. looking after a while. So it was really interesting that he said that he started to resemble the devil and that he said he was uh, possessed by the devil. Not because he said it and that it could be true, but that would that's technically it. mean that's like one of the first times anyone's ever took a defense of the devil made me do it. But there's actually a case. Well, that other killer said the dog made him do it. That is true. Um, there is a case that is known as the first the devil made me do it case and like the first time somebody actually tried to use that defense. Uh the trial of Arn uh, Chenyan Johnson, is getting loud. also known as the Devil Made Me Do It case, it is the first known court case in the United States in which the defendant sought to prove his innocence based upon the defendant claim of demonic possession and, deni- and denial of personal responsibility for the crime. On November 24th, 1981, in Brooksfield, Connecticut. 1981? Which means, now, technically, that's not true. That means... Uh, Holmes would be one yeah. of the first people to claim it. Unless he didn't use it in trial. He also defended himself most of the time. <clears throat> that is true. That's the thing. I think this is why this is still considered the first. Now, you know, the funny thing is back during like the Salem times, you'd get away with that defense. <laughs> still they would killed. still burn you. Yeah, yeah. you'd still die. Oh, uh, it's but, not you your know, fault. But you could here, say the devil made you do it. If the devil's been in you once, he can do it again, so they're going to do it. But it was. I just found that interesting that he used that defense, and I remember reading about the first defense that... The devil made him do it. And that is kind of the story of H.H. Holmes. Yeah. I mean... I'm just saying kind of because we don't go super crazy deep. That's pretty much the... That's the pretty much of, most of it in yeah, his yeah. case, though. There's not much else. Weird life beginning at, like... Once he hit 16, he started to get really weird and do a lot of weird stuff. You want oh, you want to see a crazy mover? Movie? Mover? You want to see a crazy mover? Mover picture? Watch the movie. Uh, I think it's called My Friend Dahmer. Yes. And it stars about. that Disney kid. Doesn't it star the guy who plays... Um, he's in a Disney show where he's a musician. I think he actually is in it. My Friend Dahmer. Doesn't it also star... What is the actor? He plays Quicksilver in X-Men, doesn't he? No, I don't think so. That's what... I might be thinking of a different movie. But I'm pretty sure the actor who played Quicksilver plays Dahmer. Um, this kid, he plays in... Austin and Alley, I think, is a show. Ross Lynch. Ross Lynch? Yeah. You've probably seen him on, like, Disney shit. Oh. He's in that Austin and Alley show where he's a musician. Yeah. And it's just weird seeing him as a serial killer, but the movie's fucking good. It's creepy. I thought it was this guy. That guy with the Sasha name? No, that's not Quicksilver. He played someone else. Don't bring up. His name is Evan... Peters. Oh. Well, you can show me after. Because they right can't now. see it anyway. This guy. I thought that's the oh, okay. actor yeah. who played yeah. him. Nope. Okay. Um, the Quicksilver from the X-Men series, not lo- Quicksilver from the Marvel series. I like the X-Men. I do too. When he goes in, he's just like, oh shit, it's blown up. Yeah. <laughs> he just runs around, he's eating his sandwich while he's fucking saving I everybody. Like, I like the X-Men Quicksilver better than And then they Marvel's did they kill him like right after that? In the X-Men series? Yeah. They no. didn't make him last too long. He didn't no, he's him. not dead. 
He's been in multiple sure, movies. I'm pretty sure he died. No. I'm pretty sure he died. You're wrong. I'm pretty sure they took him out pretty quick. No, he's still alive. In the comics or in the movies? In the X-Men movie. In Marvel, he fucking straight up died in the first movie he was in. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like, Final conflict with Ultron, Quicksilver dies. That's Ultron, not yes, X-Men. you're right. I didn't even remember him in that movie. <laughs> he didn't look the same. Yeah. He, he's the, he was badass in X-Men. He's uh, his Scarlet Witch's um, twin brother. Oh, okay. I like when he's like running the floors are just slowly blowing up under him and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's a good... I like Quicksilver and X-Men. Doesn't he go over and like, pull the bullets down and stuff and shit, too? Yes. He's such a cool character. He's Flash. They're both... Isn't he supposed to be faster than Flash, though? I don't know. Uh-uh. The Flash has a speed force. They're the equivalent of each other, basically. Yes. In Marvel and DC, you'll notice there's equivalents of each yeah. character. Okay. Deathstroke, Deadpool. Um, Deathstroke, Superman. The hero to die to masturbating. Shut the fuck up. If you we'll like kill our podcast... The Deathstroke... If you like our podcast and you want to get in contact with us or follow our social medias, we have an email, a Twitter, and an Instagram. And our email is ArcanumObscuraCast. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say that. We have an email, Twitter, and Instagram. Find That's us. Find, Find us, us if you can, cowards. Our email is ArcanumObscuraCast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at ArcanumObscura. Our Instagram is ArcanumObscuraPodcast. And on the Instagram, I always post pictures and shit of what, of we what we're about. talking about of that so you'll be able to see homes yep you'll be able to see blah, blueprints at a murder mansion t- when i post it usually i post the midday after i post the podcast mm-hmm. uh, uh, so uh if, you know if you like the podcast follow it follow you'll it. Be notified when rate it. new ones come out yes, uh leave comments it. i know certain platforms don't allow you to rate or, or follow. leave comments <laughs> or leave comments i don't actually know of one that leave comments except for apple Apple's like the only one you can actually leave a comment. Uh, no, you can leave comments on Google. You can't rate. You can't. I don't know if you can star rate like you can on Apple though. Ah, uh, I see. Just tell your friends, family, and dogs about us. Yep. Just share us with everybody. And I have a week off coming up. <laughs> so I nice. say everybody else should take time to relax. Gather your family up. Make some popcorn. Get some drinks. And kill sit them down all. for a movie. Dim the lights and enjoy watching a Serbian film with your kids.